everyone. I am your host, Robin Stoltman, Healing for the Soul podcast, where every day I feature different guests to help you become the best version of yourself through different methods you may not have otherwise heard of or thought of. And I know there's a lot of different things that I haven't thought of or heard of myself. So today I have my guest, Teresa Murr, on the show talking about Xperia Age. So let's get started. Thank you, Teresa, for being here. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule and day to be a guest. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thanks, Robin. It's great to be here. So, Teresa, what is the best way to contact you with your time zone? Um, well, I live in Central Time Zone, and um, I do have a website. It's just um, TeresaMurr.com. And my email is on there and um, you can sign up for, I, I give like a 20 minute uh, discovery call or a strategy session call. Um, as you can see, as we, as we go through this talk, you know, it might, you, some questions might arise or you might have some challenges that you would like to, you know, discuss. So, um, and, but that's all on my website. That's awesome. I appreciate that. So then how long have you been doing this profession? Well, I have been a physical therapist for 36 years and um, I've always been in the clinic. So I've had a lot of experience, but um, you know, the one thing about physical therapy and me was that I'm a very creative person. And, you know, it's just like, if you tell me how to do something one way, my mind is always thinking, okay, how can we do this different? So, you know, physical therapy for me was a great, you know, it was a great healing profession. And that's why I got into it. I, I love medicine. I love, you know, how the human body works and moves. And um, I always, and I, actually, I also wanted to help people. You know, I had this compassionate spirit. I mean, some people may not understand that about me sometimes, but uh, a compassionate spirit and put that together with medicine and came up with physical therapy. So, you know, I did that, but at the same time, I was always searching. So, those thir 36 years I put in, some, were, some of it was easy and some of it was, you know, uh, challenging to get through for me personally. But, but that's kind of what leads us to our next, next thing in life, I think. I would agree with you. I, I know I've had physical therapy over the years for many different issues. And mm -hmm. one of the favorite things that somebody told me was, well, didn't you know that physical therapy stood for pain and torture? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know. And the, and the ailment, it can feel that way, especially when you've got kids like myself and you're trying to trying to move and do different things. So yeah. That's, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really respect physical therapists because it's a lot of work. And that's good that you brought up the creativity part of it, because I'm sure you you know you have to be creative in that field anyway, you know, to help mm -hmm. people learn different techniques and ways to move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. Yes. And, and you do have to be creative. Um, I think a lot of it was just, I felt a little bit stifled, you know, kind of doing the same thing over and over again. And even though every patient's different, but still, I just, I always, I always desired to be creative. You know, I'm, I'm just always creating. I'm always like, if I take a walk, I'm writing a book in my head or I'm, you know, or I want, you know, sometimes I'll sit down and write a poem or I do oil painting, you know, things like that. So for me, creativity was really super important. Um, but um, along my path of, of physical therapy, I did find a method. I, I kind of put a framework around a, a, a part of my therapy 
And that's where I'm now pivoting and, you know, going into what I would call kind of a, my next profession. That's awesome. So then what is the next profession? And like, who do you like to work with? Well, um, my, my next part of my profession is I'm, I'm like a, I'm an author, coach and speaker and consultant. Um, I wrote the book, The Art of Assisting Aging Parents. And I'll, I'll kind of get into that a little bit about the work I did in multidisciplinary group therapy that brought me to this. But um, I, I like to work with, uh, for one, you know, caregivers and the aging. I have a program for them. Um, but that program also lead, lends itself to people that just want self-development, you know, for, for themselves or their group, like their, even their family or the group they work with, or if they have a business, um, my, my program, and I will get into this, but it does, it helps you become, you know, the highest version of yourself. And that does include being, being creative. And, uh, you know, I, I would help people take risks, have a flexible brain. Um, I'm all about building the body, brain and spirit. And I think that my, my take on this is from being a physical therapist. That's, that's my background. Um, some people have other, you know, different backgrounds and they have a different way of teaching people how to become the best version of themselves. But I have kind of um, made my own, you know, framework, my own program for this. And um, in doing so, I help people get that creativity and bring it to life. Like if they, they're in business and they want to, you know, develop something new, you know, bringing that creativity to life, even bringing it into the life of your family where um, you want your children to thrive. I mean, we all do, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, you, you want to thrive, you want to have fun. And I know with my family, um, it was a lot of fun. We just had kind of an open-ended, you know, and kind of an improv kind of a, you know, family setting where we all played off each other. We had creative ideas. It was fun. Um, there was always a new idea being brought up and, and being brought to life, you know? So, so I wanted to pass that on to other people and show them how, how I did this and kind of my own, own way, so to speak. Well, that's really neat because I'm thinking a lot about like the creativity part. Sounds like there's a huge amount of that, which is a huge benefit, you know, being able to help others and then also yourself to think of more ideas. So is it more like the, the older population that you serve then? And, you know, at the same time, as like you mentioned, business owners and you mentioned families to help be um, not just like the creative part, but also helping them focus on what it is that they want to have. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, I'd say it's kind of the middle middle aged people that want even want to help themselves and they want to help their aging parents. Um, okay. So I, I, you know, yeah, and you really need to start in middle age. And, and that's really for everybody, you know. That's what I was wondering. Cause I'm like, when does that start? Mm -hmm. Do you know, like where you have to start worrying about your parents as they get older? Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know what some people consider middle age. <laughs> yeah. I I'd say, you know, forties and fifties and your parents could be in their sixties and seventies, seventies, you know, and the thing about it is, and it's called cognitive reserve. But if you build your brain, yeah. If you build your brain up, you know, during your younger years, you'll have more reserve. And when you get older, 
um, you know, you just you just have more resources in your brain to work from, so to speak, or you you have more neural networks, or they're stronger, and you can actually rely on them to get you through your aging years, you know, in, in better shape, so to speak. I never knew that. That is really <laughs> interesting. I'm like, that would make sense to do it while you're younger. So, yeah, mm -hmm. yes, <laughs> really, I yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a lot of those things that I'm like, what can I do now to help myself when I get older? But I never, you know, thought about that. I mm -hmm. suppose it's kind of like um, back when they had Sudoku, when that was mm -hmm. a huge numbers thing. Mm -hmm. I remember if you remember that. I was like, I was always wondering, like, what does that have to do with anything mm -hmm. like when we get older? But then it makes sense for mm -hmm the aging part, you do want to keep your mind sharp to help. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. So then what is the multidisciplinary <laughs> group that you mentioned earlier? Okay, yeah. Um, and I found this um, when I worked in a nursing home in skilled rehabilitation. And basically, you know, I, I started a job there. And this was about 15 years ago. And they said, we, are, we do group therapy. And I had actually never done group therapy before. Um, maybe I had put two patients together to do an activity, you know, but, but I, hadn't, I had never done group therapy like this. <laughs> so um, actually, you know, when we got, we got into this group therapy, we had physical therapy, speech therapist, and occupational therapist together. We, we get, get the uh, group of patients together, and then we set up this exceptional experience, you know, which happens to be like an, an activity. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, and it could be like a cooking group or it could be a group where we played games and, you know, maybe we, we would have a word game while we were, we were challenging their balance or, you know, one of my groups was, was a group of painting and we did, you know, painting, everybody got up and painted and, and we challenged their balance and we talked about transitions because um, I, I would bring in Picasso as a painter and how he spent, you know, his whole life, he really spent his whole life as an artist and how he transitioned from one phase to another. And then we bring this back into rehab saying, you know, um, you know, you just broke your hip and you're not going to be able to go home. And, you know, this transition is coming up and and how are we going to deal with that? You know, how are we going? You know, and it just it happens throughout everyone's life and every stage of life, you know, and that's kind of why I call it experience age because my method and framework is about experiences at every age. And you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, and I know, and I just from listening to your podcast, I know you have some younger children, you know, and yeah. as you're, yeah, and as you're raising children, what do you do? You give them these wonderful experiences, you know, and you set up the environment so that, you know, they're, they're actually by stimulating the body, brain and spirit, and you do that through the senses. You know, you have a sensory rich environment for your children, you know, things to look at, touch, things to, you know, play, you know, they climb on, you know, climb on the jungle gyms, you know, everything is sensory rich. And that's how we build our bodies and brains and, and spirits, you know. So um, I took all of that that I was working with and my creative brain, I had to put a framework around this. You know, I said, I have to make something out of this. I love it. You know, it's, it's, it's my type of therapy. And then I saw the patients just thrive from what, what we were doing, you know? So I put a framework around it and put it into a four-step method. 
And then, you know, fast forward 13 years and I'm taking care of my own mother. And I and I thought, you know, everybody was coming up to me and my sister saying, you know, what do you do with your aging parents? How do I help my parents? You know, And we were kind of all in the same boat. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to write a book about this. And I wanted to, I want to show people what they can do to stay healthy and stay at their, you know, optimal level of function so they can live life to the fullest. So, so that was, and that's where that multidisciplinary group therapy came in. I don't think, I think if I had missed that piece of the picture or the puzzle that was for me, I don't think I would have um, gone this direction. And I'm really, I'm really enjoying this direction of teaching people how to do this. Well, I can definitely hear the passion in your voice for it. Mm -hmm. It's like you can, it's amazing like when you're talking like the Picasso and then how you were equating it to the hip, you mm -hmm. know, like how things are like how things change for each level of, of the eight different age groups too. Cause there's mm -hmm. all these different stages and it's like, it's hard sometimes when we have those setbacks of how to handle it. And then I know like aging is a huge one. A lot of people, they don't want to get old, but I'm like, but to me, I view getting older as a good thing because not everybody gets that. Not everybody mm -hmm. gets that luxury to get old. Right. You know? And so me, I'm, right. like, I'm 35, but I'm like, if I, when I do get a gray hair, you know, I'm going to be like, I finally got one. Cause it's like, mm -hmm. I, I can tell you I've had classmates that have passed, you know, mm -hmm. before I have. And so for me, it's, mm -hmm. I view aging as a very good thing. Because yes. Another sign that I'm still here. I still have meaning. I still have purpose. I still can make more of my life than I already have, but I can do more. Mm -hmm. So I love this about the experience. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I really, really like that. Mm -hmm. So then how does that work then as far as the different aging part of it? You know, like, when do you recommend people start coming to you for the Xperia age? Yeah, I, it's really, really important to start, you know, in your middle ages. And I tell people to um, kind of start asking their parents these questions, like, because I teach um, healthy lifestyle strategies. And these are really non-negotiable. Non I mean, we all should be doing this. It's the, the breathing, you know, the deep breathing, relaxing your body. Um, you know, taking out the anxiety, doing the meditation and mindfulness, which actually grows your brain. Um, I teach ex exercises for the brain and the body. And um, then I teach like nutrition, hydration and sleep. And all these things are critical for good health. And but they're so easy. They're easy and they don't cost anything, which is good, you know. Yeah, I mean, or or much. They don't cost much, you know, maybe a gym membership, but otherwise, you know, you breathe the air, you know, you you just sit down and meditate, or you know, you're mindful. So anyway, these things should be done during the middle ages. And you should kind of check in with your parents and say, you know, how's this going? Are you are you sleeping well at night? And how's your diet? You know, you don't want to get too much, too much or really any, if you can help it, pro processed foods. You know, I tell people get rid of the sugar, the flour, the, um, the oils, the processed food that um, actually cause a, a bad type of inflammation in your body that um, start kind of destroying your systems. You know, and if you, if you're, if you do it long enough, 
you know, you, it, it does lead to chronic illness. So, you know, we all need to start taking care of ourselves and early, and we need to check in with our aging parents because really, you know, and, and I think even now more than ever, we will be responsible for taking care of our parents, you know, things just, things are just changing, you know? And so really, you know, if we get them on a good program early and get, get them started, you know, and I just tell people start today, do something, go out and take a walk, you know, go to your pantry, you know, get out the junk food, you know, whatever. Um, it's just start today with these things. And, um, you know, I, I was, I was kind of blessed to be able to help my parents and, 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 you know, and I wasn't the sole caregiver. I have a lot of sisters, but I was able to help a little bit. And, um, they are memories and experiences that I am so glad I had, you know, they, they, they touched my life in such a deep way that, you know, like you said, the aging process, I, I, I'm here to help my parents and, you know, and um that's part of my aging process and um it was just a it was just a wonderful spiritual experience for me that is awesome and like like everything as a whole because it's i'm even thinking about my own mom and how i've tried to bring a lot of my own skills to her like the mm. deep breathing mm. and changing mm -hmm. her changing her eating habits because i'm like you don't have to have rheumatoid arthritis. You don't have mm -hmm. to use these different things. I'm like, change your diet, change different things that you can do. And that's something mm -hmm. that I'm working on because I already know that I test positive for it, mm -hmm. but I don't have it in my joints yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what can I do to change it now so that I don't mm -hmm. end up? Because it, it looks horrible when I look mm -hmm. at her fingers, you know, and she still crochets. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I just see that and I'm just like, I don't want that. So it's like making that shift now, even though I'm 35, I'm like, I'm going to make the shift now. Mm -hmm. so I don't end up with that because it's like, I can't imagine all of that health related issues. A lot of it does come from the food. Mm -hmm. A lot of it comes from our mindset and how we take care of ourselves. Cause that's mm -hmm. why I'm glad you brought up about the sleep, about um, our lifestyle habits especially like when it comes to food because like about mm. the wheat you had mentioned and then oh, the sugar that's, mm. that's my biggest thing mm. for a lot of people yeah. though it's it, it, yeah it's addictive <laughs> it, it is, is. Mm -hmm. it's like finding those tools and those techniques to stop it when you can is huge mm -hmm. especially like when we get older so like my mom she's 56 i think I don't, mm. I got my age and my kids were good. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, even that, even like what we're talking about, that makes me excited because it's something that I'm like, well, hey, here's another person that maybe she can help you because it's like, I've been trying, you know, like I said, different tools, but it's also, do you ever deal with that with parents that like in my case, for example, you know, I want to help my mom and help her change some of the, some of the things that she's used to. So what would you ha have or say for people like in my situation to help get their parents to change? Cause I know it's really easy for the parents to tell us what to do because mm -hmm. well, we're their child, but it's like, how do you do it the other way? 
Mm -hmm. Yes, and that is actually in my method. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I build that into my four steps. And the first thing I do is I, I have you have a conversation with your parents. And I realize some people are so busy right now. They are, they're raising children. They have a job, you know, marriage, they have a social life. And I say, you know, if you only have five minutes a week and you can ask your parent one question, just, you know, just go for it, you know, start the conversation. And if, you know, if you have a half an hour to sit down with your parents, um, these are the questions you ask them. And I have them in my book. And basically what you're trying to do is find your parents' strengths because we, we all do better when we work from our strengths. And, you know, and basically have your parents tell you stories of when they succeeded in life. Say, you know, if it was at a job or if it was raising children or, or if they were, they were athletic or whatever it is, you know, have them tell you those things and then start drawing out you know, words that describe them like, well, you were, you persevered or you, you had courage or, you know, you're, you know, like my, my mother was a great writer, you know, and she, she was so proud of writing her writing skills, you know, and, um, you know, so we talked about that a lot. And um, so you find their strengths and that also leads to, to uncovering weaknesses. And really we need to work on our weaknesses as we age, because, um, because we can, for one thing, and we can build up our weaknesses, which sometimes people will say, well, I'm just not good at that, or I'm just, I don't have that talent. And, and that's, that's just not really true. You know? And, you know, some of the people I work with, um, they don't know where their body is in space. And, you know, and, and I can pick up on that. And, and they're at high risk of falling because they don't know they're, they're not, you know, they kind of lack some coordination and some balance, but we can work on that. And I've seen it, I see it happen in therapy all the time, you know, two to three weeks into our, our working on these exercises, they have already gained maybe even one level of balance, you know? So it's something that, um, that's the first step is you want to try to find out the strengths and the weaknesses. And, and then the next step, is, you know, bringing out that life vision, because I believe everybody has a life vision, like everybody has a purpose. True. What, yeah, why they're here. And when you can connect to that purpose, you know, it, and again, it makes you feel good. It's a strength to connect to your purpose, you know, because you are who you are, you know, and, and the best thing to do is just be who you are. <laughs> so so we just, you know, I, I say, don't let your parent lose that because that's what gets you out of bed in the morning. You know, that's what gets you, get your feet on the floor, get you up, get you going. And, and you know, if you have purpose in life, you're going to achieve something, you know. So, so we take the strength and the purpose and then we start building some activities around that. And, and I do, you know, I, I lay it all out in my book, the four steps on how to do this. And, and like I said, and I don't want anybody to have any guilt around caregiving. So, you know, like I say, if you only have a little bit of time, you know, use the time you have, you know, and, and again, just get started and, you know, help, help, you know, by helping, helping your parents fulfill some of their dreams, like, you know, maybe they, maybe you could take them on a little trip. Or maybe they want to go visit a sibling that's halfway across the country. Well, maybe just go do it. <laughs> go do it. Go let let them experience some of these things in their ending ending days that you know fulfill them 
and and also just give you some cherished memories because once they're gone you you start living on the memories you know but if you don't if you don't make the memories they're not going to be there for you when 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 they when they finally pass away so I, I highly encourage this method to start, you know, in, in the middle age, your middle age and, and work through it for several years with your parents. And really, if you get them to their highest level, the work on you is going to be a lot less because they're thriving and, and you can thrive too, because who wants to give up their dreams and goals? You know, I'm, I'm building a business at age 60. You know, I, I still have dreams and goals and I feel like I'm going to be working for a while because I want to, you know, so, so yeah. I never thought about my mom's dreams and goals. I know she's always yeah. talked about that. She's had to put a lot of different things off because she chose to have kids. Mm. And me, I'm like, I don't see having kids as a hindrance. I'm like, because of my kids, I'm like, this is why I want to do different things you know like this is my why i want them to have more you know mm -hmm. and so it's like i never stopped and really thought about for my mom yet even though she's older i'm like mm -hmm. i'm thinking about myself and i'm like no right away i thought about the one time she showed me a blueprint she has the house she kept it all these years and she wanted to build a house and so she's got the blueprint mm -hmm. and i thought that's something I could do for my mom when I'm able to, mm. to give her her dream. Because mm -hmm. I know that's something that I, that's on my list. Mm. That's very nice. That's very yeah. Well the most part, because at least yeah. the blueprint's already there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is wonderful. It's easy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that, that would make her life, you know, really special, you know, to have that. And yeah. I've really enjoyed this conversation. This is yeah. this is really helping me see different things. So what was the name of your book again that you have? So I can write it down and then our audience can too. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's called The Art of Assisting Aging Parents. And um, it's on like barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. I am going to definitely look at, at getting that for myself because yeah, that would help my mom out and that helped me out. And I'm like, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I will actually, I, I can send you a copy. So I've got a few here at my house, so I would love to share one with you. Well, yeah. And then I'd be able, then I'd be more than happy to let other people know more about your book and be able to give ideas and, you know, tools out of it, you know, to help people. Cause it's like, I'm one of the type of people that I'm like, I like to be able to help other people and refer people to other people. That's just how I've always been. But no, I really, really appreciate that because being able to help other people, that's really what it comes down to is being able to help other people. Yeah, it really does. And it's I really like, like this method. That just sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm, actually, I'm really excited about it because, yeah, that's a lot of different ways to help. And then that's something, too, that when we learn how to do it ourselves, then being able to pass it to other people, mm -hmm. or like for our children, even like me with all my young children, mm -hmm. right? those for my mom, but then I can teach them, okay, this is 
I'm hoping my kids will take care of me, but with mm. you know, all the kids I've got, <laughs> I got a lot of boys. So I'm like, oh. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you might have a lot of, a lot of daughter-in-laws too. Someday. <laughs> that can help too. Yeah. Yes. That's what yeah. I'm hoping for. I'm like, yeah. please God, you give yes. me one girl. Please give me more uh -huh. um, to help. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have enjoyed our conversation so much, Teresa. I really, really appreciate this. Yeah. So what was the best way to contact you again with your time zone? Okay. Yeah. I'm in central time and you can get on my website. It's TeresaMurr.com and um, set up a phone call with me. 20 minute. I do a free 20 minute phone call for uh, strategizing. And also um, my email is there if you want to get a hold of me. I do teach courses. I have an online course that teaches you all this in like six weeks, you know, if you if you do a module a week. Or else my, you know, my book also teaches you that also, you know, if you want to read it and, and follow along, you know. But yeah. And I, I do consulting too with people that want a little bit more help to get, get going with it. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Teresa. I really, really appreciate this time mm. that you've taken out of your busy day. Oh, so. thank you, Robin. It was great to talk to you and to your audience. I enjoy, I really enjoyed it. Well, have a great day and we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you. Yep.